Hey guys, Anthony Lewis, welcome back to The Entrepreneur Show. So we've been creating country western dance video content online for just a little over three years. And the last I checked, I believe our videos have been watched somewhere around 20 million times or so, something along those lines. Today I wanna to share with you some of our best secrets on how to get started creating content and, and then how to build a brand on YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram. We've all heard the quote that the only way to do great work is to love what you do. But how do passionate creators, artists, dancers, athletes, and entertainers like us, how do we get our message out to the people who need it while still creating a future for ourselves and the people we care about? That's a question we're all faced with, and this podcast is where you'll find the answers. My name is Anthony Lewis, and this is The Expreneur Show. You know, if you would have asked me a few years ago if I'd ever be making online videos or doing podcasting or coaching other people how to do what I've done, like I literally would have told you you were just absolutely insane. I mean, today on the other hand, Rose and I have just gone into content creation and coaching as our full-time thing. I mean, we, we still have our hand in the dance studios, but our primary income now comes from creating and distributing videos online. I mean, this is an insane world. We never even intended to get into this. We were just trying to promote a business, right? Like we had brick and mortar dance studio and we wanted people to come in and take lessons from us. So we started putting this content online and it's just evolved into this amazing thing. And so the things that we've learned along the way, I feel like in a, in a sense that it's our obligation to share these people. I mean, for a lot of different ways. I mean, there are other people that are kind of where we were. And had we not made the decision we did just to go for it and to do it, we never would be where we are now. And there's a lot of other people out there that kind of have these goals. I mean, if you've ever thought about, wow, wouldn't it be cool to have a big thing and people know my name or like I want um, to create a better income for myself and my family and everything, there are ways to do that and there's certain obstacles. So these are my five biggest tips on how to get started and how to be successful at creating content. Okay, starting with number one is don't wait until you're ready. I think this is probably the biggest thing that holds people back. I, I mean, I could tell you dozens of people that I personally had conversations with just in the last couple months that it's just like, I want to do this thing. I want to get started. And, you know, I've had people, it's like, you know, all I've got is my, my, I don't have a nice camera. I don't have a nice place, whatever. I've had people say, I just went out and bought you know, this super expensive camera and all this gear and now I'm waiting for this. I mean, there's a lot of things that are gonna make people wait until they're ready. You're never going to be ready. The biggest excuse is that I don't have the right camera gear or the right audio gear. Uh, I don't feel like I'm qualified. They have imposter syndrome. Like, so I don't feel like I'm qualified to really teach other people about this thing. I'm waiting for someone to, to give me, you know, permission. I mean, they might not say that, but they're thinking that, right? I don't have time. I need to analyze every little detail till I get all my ducks in a row. Basically, you're just gonna analyze till you paralyze. When it comes to gear, you have to keep in mind, we started filming from an old iPhone and just threw things up. And of course, we graduated into better gear over time, but ultimately, content is king. It's, it is the not the equipment to use. The equipment is never gonna make somebody successful. I mean, it's kind of the icing on the cake, but the core of the thing is the content that you put in the thing. I mean, the value that you're giving to people. As far as status goes, like, you know, people think, well, if I do this thing, these people that are better at this than me, what are they going to think? You know, I'm not as qualified as them. The thing is, is that there's got to be people that if you've traveled to where you are now, there are people where you used to be. 
you can provide value to those people. I mean, keep working on your thing, but the chances are those people that are above you that are super, super successful at that thing that you're doing, I mean, they're not going to watch your stuff and buy your products or services anyways, right? So you're talking to the people from your own experience. So don't wait until you're ready or you have some certain status. Just help the people that are that are just a few steps behind you, right? Don't wait until you're ready. You are never going to be ready. And the biggest thing I can say on that is just start. Press record. Put something out. And don't just record it because, I mean, people will record it and then, and then they'll just throw it away. They'll delete the file. Record something and post it right? Like right now, this podcast literally has, I mean, I've been doing it for five or six days and we've got 20 something people, but that's 20 something people. You got to keep in mind, we've got 20 million video views and I've got 20 something people and not all of them are going to hear this. So literally I'm talking to air at this point, right? So get started, keep consistent, do it and it'll grow. Number two is know your why and be honest with yourself. Like if you want to create content, you want to run a podcast, you want to create videos or whatever it is that you're wanting to do, why do you want to do that? I mean, and be honest with yourself. People will lie to themselves. They'll justify it in a lot of different ways. I mean, uh, for me personally, I don't care as much about the recognition and, and people knowing my name and and stuff when we go out. I mean, that stuff's cool and, and we appreciate it. Um, but more than that, when someone comes up and they say, hey, you did this thing and it really helped me and it changed this and this. And now my relationship with my husband or wife is better because we get, you know, something that we can do together. And those are the things that are valuable. It's the, the, the value that we're providing somebody else. But from your end, like, what do you want from it? If everything worked out the way that you wanted it, what would that look like? What would be different from the way that you are now and the way that your life is and situation is now to if everything worked the way that you wanted it to, what would be different? Now, once you know what that end goal looks like, I mean, and, and don't be humble with it. Like if everything is perfect and I can have the ideal scene, what does that look like? But once you know where that is, reverse engineer it. Go from the end result, step by step backwards to where you are now. You know, I feel like people make the mistake of figuring out where they're at and trying to move forward. You need to have a destination in mind. You know, if you're just, you know, doing things and hoping they get better and, and, and there's not really a destination, like a clear cut vision of where you want to be and what you want to do. It's kind of like if you got in the car, started it up and started driving and just like, you know, I hope I end up somewhere good. You know, like you got to have the destination and use the GPS. I mean, know the steps, but go from backwards to forward. What does that look like? In order to do that, I have to do this. But to get that, I got to have this. But to do that, I've got to get this. And then just work your way back to wherever you're at right now. Third tip is know who you're serving. Like, who is your audience? Who is it that you're trying to provide value to? Who it is it that you're talking to? I mean, if you try to please everyone, you're going to please no one. So one little trick that Rose and I have done when we've created content, and, and again, we were really, really not comfortable in front of a camera and stuff when we first started. But one thing that really seemed to help is designing an avatar. Some people even give it a name, like this is Bobby Joe, like, right? And Bobby Joe is, I mean, I don't know who your target market is, but they're 35 years old and they're married and they've got two kids and a dog and they go to work and they do, like picture in your mind, your target audience, who are the people you're trying to appeal to and provide value to? And when you're creating the content, talk to that person. 
So, it, I mean, it's really weird looking into the lens of a camera, for example, or in this case, sitting in a room where nobody else is at and talking to a microphone. But if you can picture yourself as having a person that you're having a conversation with, then you can appeal to that person because everybody's very, very different. Figure out who your target is, the people you're trying to appeal to, and then at first, really hone in on that person. That not a huge group, but that person. Talk to that person and just ignore all the people on the peripherals, right? Have a target and know who you're trying to serve and how you're trying to serve that person. The next thing I say is really, this is really overdone and a lot of people say this, but it's totally true. Be genuine. Just be yourself. Speak from you. I mean, there's definitely tactics and tricks and and things about mannerisms. I mean, I couldn't tell you the number of times I've watched videos of myself as, man, I didn't realize I did that with my head when I said the thing, I weird tick or, you know, I moved my hands in a weird, I mean, those things definitely. But when you're talking, just be yourself. Be a bigger, larger version of you. What I'm saying is, is don't try to be somebody else. I mean, since we started doing these uh, videos and stuff online, we by far have the largest of anybody doing country dance instruction online, West Coast Swing instruction. There's nobody even close. You take our, our two closest competitors, you combine them together, and it's still not as big as ours. There are people doing bigger things in other things. I mean, we're not the biggest brand of anything in the world, but in a niche like as small as country Western dancing, we have the biggest one. Everyone beneath us since we started doing content, some of which have been creating content for 10 years, they've got three and four times as many videos out there and they've been doing it for 10 years and we've doubled, tripled the number of subscribers and views that they got. What's happened is, is all these people, the new people coming up have tried to copy what we're doing. The people who have been doing it longer than us, they see what we're doing. They're copying what I'm doing. I mean, there's this asshole <laughs> where in a town where I grew up that literally uses our names in the tags of his videos. I mean, we don't have any connection with this guy other than this guy's jealous. And, but he's copied our format for our videos and uses our name and the tags. I mean, trying to just feed off of what we built. And it hasn't helped him. In fact, the number of views and everything he's gotten on his channel, as he's copied more and more of our formula and the system of how we put our content, he's shrank because it's not him. And so you're never going to out Anthony and Rose, Anthony and Rose. You're just not. So if you have people that you look up to in whatever field that you're in, I mean, take little things. I mean, look at them. So, oh, I love how they do that and whatever. But you take that into the context of still being you. If you try to be that person and copy them, I mean, people are going to see through that stuff anyways. And so be you, be all of you, be more of you, take the tactics, learn little tricks, but don't try to become someone you're not because it's never going to work. All right, last thing is more of a tactical thing is that depending on the platform you're in, you really need to study and learn the tactics of that platform. The The way that you do things on YouTube is very different than how you would do them on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or Snapchat or whatever platform you're on. Going back to what I said a minute ago, you still have to be genuine. I mean, you still have to be you. You're not going to be somebody else on YouTube than you are on Facebook. Your brand needs should stay consistent. But think about it like this. You are you every morning when you wake up and when you go to bed and every moment that you are on this earth, you are still you. But don't you talk a different way when you're talking to a police officer than when you're talking with your buddies after a couple of drinks at the bar, right? I mean, don't you talk to the pastor at your church differently than you, you do your parents? So you are you in all these scenarios and 
you know, when you're creating content, you still have the big mission involved. Like it's consistent across the board. The things that you believe in and the things you talk about, the, your angle is still the same, but the tone of voice you use and, and the type of content that you post from one platform to the next is very different. People do watch Facebook and they also watch YouTube and they might be on Instagram too. And it's the same person. It's not that I'm saying that people on YouTube are different. And they want to see, you know, like they're completely different people than the ones on Facebook. It's a lot of the same people, but they're in a different state of mind. So learn the tactics of these different platforms and how do they different? You know, what works on YouTube might not be the thing that works on Facebook. Play the game of the platform that is giving you access to the audience. People think that when they build a following, that following belongs to them. It's their property. And it doesn't. If you build a big platform on Facebook, it's Facebook's audience. They built the platform. They're giving you access to it. Same thing with YouTube. YouTube holds the key. They are the bridge between the people you're trying to reach and you. Give YouTube what it wants. Learn what YouTube wants. Learn what YouTube is looking for. Learn what Facebook is looking for. I mean, Instagram is very, very different. Hashtags, all this other stuff. Learn what that platform is looking for and what works. Speak to your audience as you be genuine, but speak in the way that the platform wants you to speak. Guys, I hope this has been helpful for you guys. Um, I'm really enjoying this podcasting thing. I know there's probably like four people that heard all of that and maybe even less or maybe zero. They got all the way to this point. But guys, I do really, if if you are still here, I appreciate you. I I'm, I'm hope it's providing value to you. I want to keep doing this stuff. I'm really, really enjoying it. Help me out. Like I really want to get this thing going. It is brand new. So if you could do me a favor right now, if this is helpful for you in any way at all. Share this with somebody. I mean, tell a friend, post it on your Facebook, post it on social media of some sort, send in an email, send in a text message, you know, just put it in front of somebody who you feel like it might also help. So guys, I appreciate you guys and I'll see you in the next one.